Welcome to this week's episode of London Heal. I am your host, Tatiana Kasesanov. It's a wonderful thing when you can use wonderful ancient techniques not only to help your body on the inside and health, but also to help it on the outside. The one topic we've never really discussed on London Heal, and I actually find it a fascinating topic, is how you can apply some of these traditional, more natural techniques, ancient techniques in some cases, to actually not only feeling good, but also looking really good. This week, I've invited along um, a wonderful expert in this field, Katie Brindle. Katie is a practitioner of traditional Chinese medicine and also author of the best-selling book, Yang Shen, The Art of Chinese Self-Healing. Two years ago, Katie founded the Heyu Method, which um, translates the remarkable but complex wisdom of Chinese medicine into simple self-care techniques for the modern Western world. And since then, Katie has had a huge amount of national press coverage in the UK and is quickly becoming well-known as an expert in her field. She's been featured in The Cut and Vogue International, and the Heo Method product range is launching globally soon with Meta Porter. Katie um, conducts private consultations in her clinics in London and Somerset, and she also appears regularly in the media and offers her groundbreaking one-day retreats to businesses, schools, and private groups. First of all, Katie, thank you so much for taking the time to come and speak to me today. You're very welcome, Tatiana. It's lovely to be here. Uh, and apologies to my listeners, got a bit of a frog in the throat today, so I'm definitely going to let Katie do all the talking today. <laughs> <laughs> no problem at all. <laughs> Katie, whenever I talk to somebody who has developed a methodology, almost always there's a personal story behind there. We, we forge our way to solve our own problems and then deliver those to the world to help other people. And that's a little bit also what happened to you. Do you want to fill us in a little bit on that background and tell us yes, the story? Um, it, it's kind of interesting. And I find it happens a lot actually now I'm in practice is that really um, I went from patient to practitioner. Um, I was um, originally wanting to be an opera singer and was sort of classically trained in, in singing and then had this awful car accident, which damaged my voice and just disabled me completely from pursuing that, um, which actually in hindsight was, was a real blessing. Um, but at the time just totally destroyed my life. And I was in a lot of pain um, and I lost my vocation and I lost my purpose in life. So sort of everything kind of crashed with it. Um, and then I did what so many people do, which is you find that Western medicine doesn't quite sort you out, despite the fact that it's so brilliant in so many ways. And that you start sort of looking around trying to find other solutions because, you know, you're still suffering. Um, and it took me about seven years to find my solution, um, which was eventually a, just a very in, sort of inconspicuous Chinese um, TCM practitioner um, in North London um, who just sorted out my neck problem in about 10 minutes flat because he knew what to do. And it just changed my life because I was thinking, goodness me, I cannot believe that I have been in pain for seven years and this has ruined my life. Literally every day I've been living with pain and it was so easily fixed when you knew what to do. So I had a bit of an epiphany moment and decided there and then that actually I wanted to start practicing this incredible medical system. Um, 
And so I started learning massage therapy and reflexology because I felt that it was uh, an easy way to get a lot of patients because, you know, who doesn't like a massage, you know? Mm. Um, So I started practicing Chinese massage, added in reflexology, and then eventually trained as an acupuncturist and became a fully qualified Chinese practitioner. Um, And then the journey continued because by this point, you know, I thought, right, well, I've now got small children and I live in Somerset. I thought, oh, well, you know, I'll have a nice practice and do that in between the kids being at school. And that then took me to the sort of the second half of the journey, which was really what I realized was that Chinese medicine is amazing. It really is. But it hasn't been fully translated into kind of the Western zeitgeist. People think it's acupuncture and herbs and there is so much more to it. And I felt that I wanted to dedicate myself to, to, the, to the unknown bit, the, the, the beginning of the journey. Because what was happening in clinic was people were saying, oh, you know, I've, like me, they, they, I was the last resort. And they would say something like, you know, oh, I've got X, Y, and Z, and I've tried everything. And my friend said, why don't you try acupuncture? I.e., I'm so desperate that I'll just try this weird thing because I don't really understand how it works. And I thought, this is not the beginning of the journey with Chinese medicine. This is the beginning of the journey is actually looking after your health in the first place, is preventing yourself from getting sick. And this is really where Chinese medicine starts and doesn't really compete with Western medicine at all because Western medicine is not there to prevent you getting sick. It's there to fix it once there's a big problem and that's what it does. So really I switched my focus to this incredible system which is called Yang Sheng, which means nurture life, which is all about health preservation and luckily the, the kind of the zeitgeist has kind of changed at the same sort of simultaneously because I started this about seven years ago and that when I first started sort of no one knew anything about it and it was like mm, I don't know and yet now suddenly this whole wellness area uh, has has gone just gone nuts in about the last year so suddenly sort of every, I'm sort of my my thinking seven years ago has suddenly become like you know the thing that everyone's now talking about so that yeah. was really my yeah. journey yeah fascinating I think that what you just said is is a really valid point. Actually, is that um, I, it's hard to determine perhaps what the what the reasons for that is. But I also have noticed that people are searching beyond, and I think also people are getting to a point where traditional medicine has been um, something which I actually consider super effective when appropriately administered. It Mm. tends to manage disease rather than cure, if one is honest, unless it's sort of um, acute medicine. And the other thing I find is it's incredibly disempowering because you you go to a doctor, you don't understand 90% of what they're telling you with all the complex terminology and all the decisions are taking away from you. And that's something which um, traditional Chinese medicine puts that power back in the hands of the individual because you learn to understand, to accept responsibility for your own health. Have I understood that correctly? You are so right. Honestly, I love you. Um, <laughs> because, okay, what's the, one of the reasons the strap line on my brand is master your health for exactly that reason, because what I learned from my sort of now 20 years in, in practice is that people don't understand how their bodies work. So before we even start looking at medicine, let's just look at ourselves first. And I mean, when people come and see you and they don't even know where their liver is, for example, you think, okay, there's a bit of an education process needs to take place. Because if we don't even know the location of our organs, never mind what they're actually doing, then we can't take ownership of our health because we don't understand our bodies. And again, this isn't a criticism. So I thought having disciplined 
and done so many years of training, my intention was I knew that Chinese medicine had the answer. But I also knew that people just didn't really, A, understand it or even understand themselves. So I thought, right, there's a wealth of incredible literature out there of wonderful Chinese masters that are far more advanced than I am. But what's missing was a really simple introduction where people could actually understand about how their bodies worked and how Chinese medicine worked with that, which was really what set about me writing my book. And what people say to me now that the book's come out is that, gosh, the book's so lovely because it's so simple and I understand it. And, and I always think to myself, do you know what? It took me seven years to write that book because, because it's so simple. You know, and, and it was the distillation that was so important. And then I'm very attentive at the end of the book to make sure that there's a really good reading list to kind of say, okay, this is the beginning of your journey. I'm like the gatekeeper to the Aladdin's cave of wonders behind me of this brilliant information that, that, that will help you because Chinese medicine can address everything from issues of biology, of the sort of physicality of the body through to your emotional well-being, all the way through to your spirit and the meaning of life. And it will go through everything. And because we understand body and, and energy, we can interplay between the two very effectively. And it's very satisfying as a, as a consumer because, because I've explained it, you are then able to master your health. You are, as you say, in charge. And, and then what happens is once you understand how to look after yourself, which is the equivalent of, say, brushing your teeth, so you brush your teeth every day and you know that that is a really important aspect of, in fact, the most important aspect of your the longevity of your teeth but it doesn't deny the importance of seeing a hygienist or seeing a dentist so I view the dentist as like the western doctor and the hygienist as like the alternative practitioner right but you right. don't just give the solution to that you are brushing your teeth so the hey you method and the book is the toothbrush so I am the person giving you how to brush your teeth every day and a cut two or three minutes of, of things you need to do that will keep your body healthy and then you then having understood that you then layer on say practitioners to kind of keep you ticking over nicely keeping on top of it on the basis that the dentist is to hand if there's a problem and then you go god you know what my tooth is really hurting i need to go and see the dentist and then the dentist has a look at it and goes oh right okay you need this that and the other and we've totally understood this for our teeth and our teeth are part of our body and yet we've not adopted this for the rest of ourselves so this is really where I took the book the, everything that I knew to be true looking at the zeitgeist of how the west the typical western person lives me included and distilled one and allowed it to the other resulting in the public being able to master their health which was really the, the intention of the brand wonderful wonderful I think it was Mark Twain who said a long time ago wasn't it that uh, apologies I did not have time to write a short letter (laughs) (laughs) because sometimes Uh, as you said you know breaking things down and simplifying it sometimes is is very very difficult but um, yes wonderfully done and um, there is several little things there that that I'd like to pick up on Um, Mm. I love the analogy with the teeth I think that's absolutely phenomenal Uh, the point is, how do you motivate somebody into doing that? Because I think we've also become, I mean, I can't blame the medical profession entirely, um, although that's part of the way that we've grown up and been educated, that the responsibility for our healthcare is in the hands of the person with the white coat. But I mean, there's a lot of people who've never approached um, looking after themselves in that way. How do you How do you get people into that, even the initial concept of, your health and well-being is your responsibility. Well, now, this is quite fun, actually, because 
what I always say to people about this is there's two ways to entice people in desperation or inspiration. <laughs> so I have a two pronged approach. Desperation is when you have a problem and you're suffering. Um, and you are where I was, where you're going from pillar to post, trying to sort of come up with a solution. And this is why I do the live feeds and I do the Katie examines, which is on both of the sites. And, and it's all sitting on the, this is where social media is so brilliant because I can film, say, acne. Okay, I can do a live feed on acne, film it and put it up on social media. And that gives you a very simple, say, 10 minute explanation as to why you've got what you've got and then how you use the method to work. And it's new content. It's not just me prattling on about keeping your skin clean and uh, like trying to eat avocados or whatever the, everyone else is saying. I'm always looking at the difference of what Chinese medicine can offer because it gives you the truth and it gives you really good solutions that you can apply for yourself and it makes sense. And it makes sense because it's true. And it works, which is what's so brilliant. But people need to understand why and that's my job to explain it, which I love being able to do because I can do it for free using social media so that's the sort of the so the desperation is covered for free via social media now inspiration is a slightly different place because what I learned along the way was that Chinese medicine works and it's brilliant but people don't really listen to it because people are busy and I respect that I'm, I'm also busy so if, if, if I'm in a crowded marketplace kind of going oh uh you know I've got something over here that's going to help help acne and you you get headaches you're not interested because you're just like okay I, I, I don't care about acne I care about headaches and you're not saying you're not saying the word headache and I'm so frazzled with so much communication coming into me that if you say more than one word I'm not even listening anyway so what I learned was that the beauty industry um, is wonderful as, a, as, a, as an environment to bringing in something new because people will listen. Because if you've got something that makes you look better, people will give you the time of day. It's quite incredible. You could, you could for argument's sake, say, you know, I have the cure for migraines, literally the cure, and I can prove it. And yet you'll get more attention if you go, I can make you look 10 years younger. It's more of an inspiring message. And despite the fact that that seems a bit of a shame, it's like, well, it doesn't matter because the point is you're going to draw people in one way or the other anyway. So the, the, the desperation bit I'm doing for free. The inspiration bit is the beauty restorer. And what's so lovely about the brand is that the beauty restorer just took the press by storm because it's this wonderful tool that works. And it absolutely works, totally. It makes you look fantastic. Why? Because it's working with your body. And so therefore I could get the message across by inspiring people to use an alternative to endless lotions and potions that are all cluttering up the sea and cluttering up our, our bathroom cabinets, which, you know, ultimately, you know, work to a certain extent, but they don't really, because otherwise nobody would be having Botox, which, which everyone's now doing. So therefore it gave me an opportunity to sort of transcend the clutter of the beauty market in with this wonderful tool, which lasts forever it's a reasonable price. It totally works. It's a, it's the missing link in your, in your beauty routine and it feels pleasurable and it's got, it just does so many things. And as a result of that, the beauty industry, because it's quite experimental as a, as a sort of genre, adopted it. And then the work as the brand is to then show people that if they want, if they, if they think the beauty restore works, which it does, because anyone that uses it immediately starts emailing in and going, oh my God, this is incredible. I can't believe it. That you can then draw them in via emails or, you know, more web feeds to say, well, actually, if you think this works, then how about the deeper message? And then you just slowly educate people. And, and that is really how we've done it. So it, we've really gone in on two angles um, and it's, it's been a very complicated journey because it's, it's, it's a more complicated sort of solution 
because the solution doesn't just rest in a pot of face cream right. any more than the solution rests in a packet of antibiotics. You know, right. And the problem that we have is that people are now so over-communicated that we don't have the attention spans to actually listen to the explanation because we're used to it being a tablet. And it's not true. Mm-hmm. Sorry to say it. Just not true. Any more than a pot of face cream is going to make you look like a 20-year-old when you're in your 50s. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> Sadly. But, but, but what is true is that the human body is brilliant and remarkable and has absolutely the ability to sort itself out if you know what to do. And there it just lies a little bit of attention to the message and it needs to be clearly articulated and distilled and easy to do, often free for people to actually buy in and trust what you're talking about. And that's why I love the fact that the book is there and that social media is there because these are inexpensive ways of getting the, getting the message out there to larger, pe- larger communities of people. Right. Yeah, it's a fantastic approach and it, it makes a huge amount of sense. It it's, um, mm. sort of embodies the, the classic approach of give people what they want, but actually give them what they need. All in a pretty little thing, you know, all exactly. in a pretty Exactly, yeah. exactly. So uh, this is the perfect time to actually unpack this method. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what, what that all encompasses and uh, mm. what it can do for you and how it's made up and what, what's it all about? Well, thank you for the opportunity to talk about it because, as I said, it's not a pot of face cream and it's not a packet of tablets. So what it is is a very simple method. And the reason it's called a method is because there's more than one component to it. But nonetheless, it's very simple because it's just a very simple layering process And it's literally just like brushing your teeth. So just as everybody brushes their teeth, we all do it. So that you need a toothbrush and some toothpaste. But if you really want to, you know, go a bit deeper, you've got dental floss, you know, you've got mouthwash, you've got other things that you can layer on into the process. So what I always say to people is with the method, if we start with, let's start with health. So I'm not going to talk about beauty yet. I'm just going down the health message here. Um, because, you know, this is much more of a healing kind of emphasis talking to you, is that Mm -hmm. what you have to do is if you want to look after your health, you have to look at the basic functioning of the human body. And the body functions in a very simple way. And it is not nutrition and it is not supplements. The very first healing modality of the body is oxygen. Pause. And the reason I say this so importantly at the beginning is that we've now been talking for, you know, 20 odd minutes and, you know, we've not eaten or drunk anything yet. And I, I haven't taken any supplements, but we've been breathing the whole time. And had we not been breathing, we wouldn't be here now. That just emphasizes the importance of oxygen into the body. So Chinese medicine is unbelievably sophisticated, but its basic concepts of the health of the body is deeply oxygenated blood, free flowing around the body. And that's it. Anything over and above that is, is a layer. Okay. So if you look at the basic components of the Hey You Method, it's free which is great, which is why I go on Instagram and talk about it and get very excited because you don't need to buy anything. You need to buy into it, okay? And all you have to do is look at the very first two rituals, which I talk about in the book, and they're up on the highlights on Instagram. They're up on the homepage on the website. And one is called the rescue breath, and the second one is called the reset ritual. So the first component of the the method is for you to rescue the body and reset the body. Okay, why? Because what's happening to our bodies in modern day living is that, you know, our bodies have evolved over millions of years to survive a natural environment. And the modern life is no longer that natural. 
you know, we're living, uh, we, we live in urban environments. It's very comfortable. We, we're sedentary. We don't often grow, some people do, but most people don't grow their own food and vegetables and have their own animals in the back garden. You know, um, uh, they're basically going to, you know, Itsu or, you know, Prep or Marks and Spencer's or Sainsbury's or Tesco's to, you know, to buy their food. Um, and what's happening is the modern life is creating a very high stress response, which we are all aware of. But what people aren't aware of is actually how easy it is to navigate the body back away from the stress response back into the rest phase. Now, this stress response is creating huge problems with our health. The stress response that's happening over and over again during the course of the day, largely from emails coming in and work stresses that we are in a sedentary format dealing with. And what we're, so therefore the fight or flight response is happening and creating large amounts of inflammation inside the body. And this inflammation is the root cause of most modern day illnesses. We know this. Okay, that's the bit we know. But what we don't realize is how easy it is to rectify because you can rescue your body from this stress response by simply breathing correctly. And that puts the body back into rest phase, which immediately calms the body back down again, controls the vagus nerve, which controls the heartbeat, which then sat and then deep breathing saturates the body with high levels of oxygen and allows your body to go back into rest phase, which is what we need to be doing several times a day because we are being chronically stressed several times a day. It's no longer the analogy of, you know, you're picking berries as a caveman and there's a tiger and then you run and you either get eaten by the tiger or you, you've, you've run and therefore burnt off the adrenaline and then you rest. That, that's not happening in our life. What's happening is emails are coming in and all through the day, we're rushing around, hitting our deadlines, getting you know, kids to school and getting to work and doing all the things and keeping on top of our lives, but it's creating vast amounts of stress. So you have to rescue the body multiple times a day and you do that via the breath which you have to do anyway so the rescue breath is a very simple exercise which I, I won't go into now because it will kind of cloud the overall view of the conversation but having breathed correctly which is nothing more than a very simple exercise that takes one minute you then have to reset the body because what's happening in the stress response that people aren't aware of is that the circulatory system moves away from what the body deems that peripheral organs which are the skin and the digestion so the skin, immediately we go off into beauty, but digestion, you know, we've got all these people buying supplements and drinking green juices and trying to eat healthily. And you think, yeah, but your digestion has got no circulation going to it because all that circulation is going into the muscles for fight or flight, but you're not going anywhere. Even if you go to the gym every single day religiously, that's not happening at that moment in time. So you need to reset the body. You need to move this deeply oxygenated blood that you've now breathed in to rescue around the body. And that's where this reset ritual comes in, which is a very simple exercise of just shaking the body and tapping the body and just simply keeping the circulation moving around. And it, these exercises literally take a minute. They're that simple to do. Why? Because Chinese medicine really understands how the body works. So I can distill a huge amount of powerful information into a simple technique because Chinese medicine has taught me what to do. And so the basis of the method is breathe, and make sure that oxygenated blood is flowing freely around the body. If you do that, you are resetting from the stress response, you are reducing inflammation in the body, and therefore you're keeping yourself well. Now, the next layer, which is where the tools come in, is this technique called gua sha. And the, the press that we've really had on the brand has very much focused on the jade crystals, the rose quartz crystals, um, and a little bit on the, the body comb as well. And what these tools are doing is that if you have start, so the, the, the basic free method or, or component of the method is 
to keep a typical person typically well on a typical day. But if you've started to get problems, like you can't sleep or your skin looks a bit dodgy or you're exhausted or irritable or you've got menstrual problems or your hair's falling out or, you, or you know, any of the, the above or you're getting anxiety, anything at all, you need to go a little bit deeper. And that's where the next layer comes in. And this is where the crystals come in. So again, very economical. It's a one purchase thing that you only need to buy once. It doesn't need a battery. It doesn't use single use plastics. It lasts forever. You know, these are tools which will be used in your bathroom for the rest of your life. And it's a one purchase because what you need to do is this technique is called gua sha. And gua sha means press stroke. And it's an ancient Chinese technique, very similar looking to cupping in terms of what it's doing. But what that's doing is clearing inflammation out of the body by the skin. And you only need to do it for a couple of minutes a day. So when you look at the comb and the body restorer, there's a very small little ritual that comes with it, which is where you're just press stroking your chest and your upper body because you're allowing the press stroke action to clear the inflammation out of the body, particularly around the chest and the heart area, which is kind of which is right at the forefront of kind of your health because you're breathing in and the heart circulating it around. So that's really where the gua sha element comes in. Um, and then you can, this is where the brand interplays with the consumer because it's no longer even roll up, roll up, buy a gua sha and I'm not interested in you until you want to buy another product. It's no, no. Once you've got that product and you've learned the basic technique, which is this one minute ritual, there is so much more that you can do with that product. So if you've got headaches, you use it like this. If you've got psoriasis, you use it like that. If you can't sleep, you do it like this. And this is where the interaction with the brand comes in because every single Tuesday I will do live feeds um, in order to basically teach people and educate them how to use this method for particular issues that they've got, whether it's weight loss or, or just looking good for your skin or, or you know, you're, you're dealing, you're a young mum and you're dealing with, you know, a, a newborn baby. It, whatever your issue is, you can interact back with us and we can show you how to use these tools to get the maximum benefit out of them. And that's an ongoing relationship that we have with our consumers. And really, I think what slightly sets us apart as a brand, because not only do we offer you the solution, that's integrated into an overall plan, but we're allowing you to have access back to me, who's the founder, who's, who's, who's effectively, you know, the, I'm the sort of portal to the deeper information, um, to bring it to life. And that's really what the method is all about. I hope that makes sense. Sorry, because it's not perfect. just a tablet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes perfect sense. So, um, million questions come into my head. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I, have to, I have to filter them out now, uh, one by one. One thing that you actually haven't mentioned, which surprises me actually a little, because it's the first thing you usually hear when you talk about Chinese medicine or a lot of these traditional therapies, is body energy, the flow of, I guess, the Chinese would call it qi, the, mm -hmm. the Hindu traditions, prana. There are so many other words. And I've always associated Chinese medicine with, with really working together with, with this flow of body energy. Mm. Do you choose just not to refer to that because it adds a level of, of comprehension complexity or um, is, it, is it maybe not quite so important in what it is you're actually doing? I hope I expressed that properly. <laughs> no, you did. And to be honest, I totally talk about qi all the time. Um, I didn't for this particular um, conversation because I felt I was saying so much about layering the method. I thought if I right. start talking about qi 
as well. What we normally say is the free flow of qi and blood around the body, because in Chinese medicine, qi is the commander of blood and blood is the mother of qi. Okay, it's the basis of the yin and yang symbol that one and the other are totally dependent on on each other in order to exist at all. Um, and the flow of circulation and the flow of qi is totally symbiotic. Um, and I talk about that a lot in the method and I talk about it in the book, but sometimes when I'm doing interviews, I don't talk about qi too quickly because um, my learning on this is to not overwhelm people with the Chinese aspect of what I'm talking about. I try and make it very relevant to the consumer who's Western, who understands the concept of circulation. Before I start talking about energetics of the body, which is unfamiliar, and then, then alienating people. So I think if you look at the branding, for example, because we've just put the new website up only yesterday, you know, the, the, the branding is very much about ancient solutions to modern problems. That, that's kind of where we're going. And we bring the Chinese aspect in afterwards. Because if I sort of go, yay, Chinese medicine, too quickly, everyone's like, oh, no, that's acupuncture and herbs. There's a prejudice. And right. that's okay. I understand and respect why there's a prejudice, but it, it, to, to cut through that, to get to the general person, it's actually just a way of allowing them to kind of understand that this is a new way of looking at things without alienating them before they've even got, got their head around it. Right. Um, if, you, if you, for example, opened the book or, or went onto the website, it's, it's right there. Right. Right, absolutely. So when you're using this, this technique, you, you have this, this tool. Is there um, the tool you said, I think, a jade and rose quartz? Is there a particular reason why you chose those minerals? I mean, jade has been associated as, a, as the most precious mineral in, in Chinese culture for thousands of years. But is there any particular reason why you chose those components? Yes. And interesting that, that you knew that because most people don't know that. Um, that jade is what was traditionally considered more valuable than gold. Absolutely. Um, yes. Now, and why? it's still frightfully expensive, actually. <laughs> it is, which is why I'm so proud of our crystals because I've I've found such a good good supplier, and it took me a long time to find her. But you know, um, it's very important when you're dealing with crystals to to, to have very good quality ones. I mean, it goes without saying, and and Absolutely. to have them correct, correctly mined because there's a lot of malpractice, a lot. Um, and I'm always saying to people, please, please, please don't go on Amazon and buy cheap crystals because you are effectively supporting malpractice because I know how expensive it is to do things properly, which is where I've ended up with the price I'm at because that is fair trade. And it has to be like that. Otherwise, you're doing animal cruelty, slave labor. There's all sorts of things going on, you know, environmental impact. And, you know, as a responsible manufacturer, you really have to consider these things because when you're press stroking crystals over your body, if you if you go the whole journey talking about crystals, you are effectively rubbing pain into your body if they've not been produced correctly. So mm-hmm. it's very important to kind of carry that, that that concept through. You know, it's the same with animal cruelty. If you're eating the result of animal cruelty, you're eating cruelty. You're absorbing it into your body, um, and that's not great. But um, going back to jade is that it's considered more valuable than gold. Why? Because it's the ultimate crystal that balances the yin and the yang of the body. And Whilst I've talked about the free flow of qi and blood around the body as the, as the absolute cornerstone of health, of health, the next layer along is the balancing of yin and yang. So that yin-yang symbol that you know, everybody's seen, mm-hmm. you know, why is that mm-hmm. so important? It's the concept of balance. And to be healthy, you have to be balanced, which is what Chinese medicine does, which is what my book is allowing you to do. It's giving you the first steps to balance yourself. It's not negating the importance of having a therapeutic relationship if you can, but what it is doing is making you aware of how that relationship fits into what you're doing because you're at the helm, whether that's 
a doctor or a massage therapist or a reflexologist or an acupuncturist, that you are at the beginning of that journey. And jade allows you to do that because the crystal itself balances the yin and yang of the body. Now, if your body is massively off balance, rubbing yourself with a crystal is not going to fix it. Okay, it, 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 it will help. But that's the point of the brand being layered, that you start with the general, the lowest common denominator, which is the, the two free rituals. Then you add a crystal, and then you, the crystal is jade because it's going to help balance the yin and yang. Then you see where you get to. Then there's, there's further to go. The further into bad health that you are, the more specific you have to get and the, the deeper into the journey you need to go. And when you're bringing in therapeutic relationships, then they need to under, you need to understand what they're doing and they need to understand what you're doing, as opposed to what's currently happening, which is people in clinic would come and say, oh, you know, oh, I, for example, you know, somebody would say, oh, I swear by Katie, you know, she's such a great acupuncturist, can't go a week without her. And her friend would say, well, what does she do? And she goes, oh, I've no idea. She puts pins in my legs. I don't know, but it really works. And you think, okay, that conversation has to stop happening, you know. It needs to be that you actually understand what's going on and why that therapist is helping you because it links into this. So, so I've gone off on the tangent, but, but bottom line is that jade balances the yin and yang of the body. It's also beautiful. It is. It's, also, it, it's also holds coolness um, brilliantly well. So even under studio lights, when I'm, when I'm talking about them, the, the, the crystals are sitting on the desk and you pick it up and it's always cool to the touch. Well, that's important because our bodies are getting inflamed and inflammation is, is heat and therefore you want the coolness. But then the second component is as the heat then is being drawn outside the body by the crystal, the crystal itself then starts to warm up again. Well, then the second amazing thing happens, which is the warmth of the crystal then starts to emit far infrared rays back into the body. Well, this is brilliant because far infrared rays is healing energy. And you think, wow, all this from one little crystal, this is amazing. So if you're translating that into say, rosacea on the face or psoriasis or, or hormonal flushings, um, you can simply hold the crystal because I've designed the thickness to be just right over the, the flush face, for example, or over the headachey kind of you know frontal lobe, and you just hold it, and it's immediately cooling. Then it starts to warm up, so you allow it to emit foreign red rays. Then you just turn it round, and then you're playing with heat and cold. You're you're playing with the two healing properties, which are opposite because it's the interaction of yin and yang, and yin and yang are the polar opposites, and you can heal that way. I spend my life in Chinese medicine talking in riddles and conundrums because <laughs> what is seemingly opposite is in fact, the, you know, the very problem is the very solution. It's like homeopathy. And I, it, it goes on all the time. And you sit there and make everyone laugh. So go, God, you literally talk in riddles. Go, I know. And this is what Jade does. It's a conundrum because it's hot and cold simultaneously. How can this be? And yes, it is. And they, it has different properties. So that's why jade is such an important component of the crystals and the tools that we talk about. Um, the other wonderful thing about jade is because of its crystal complex, um, or sorry, construction, you can um, play with its thickness very nicely indeed. And what you'll notice when you look at our crystals is the hero product, which is the beauty restorer, which is quite a thick piece of jade for reasons that I've just explained. But when you're going into more the gua sha for anti-aging and you want to get, say, around the fine lines around the eyes and on the lips, for example, um, you want to go really, really thin with the, with the side of the crystal. And jade allows you to do that more better than any other crystal. So if you look at the range, there's kind of four crystals. You've got the original restorer, there's a light version, which is thinner, there's a precision, which is weeny, and then there's a comb, because I can, I can create a comb complex as well. And all of that are the, the basic jade tools that we have within the brand. Um, we brought rose quartz in because there are then, having got your head around jade, there are, stone medicine is a huge aspect of, of Chinese wisdom and self-care, which is something I'm really interested in. And um, the next layer of health 
having balanced the basic yin and yang of the body and the basic circulatory system is what we refer to as the five elements, which are these five energetic interplays which relate to the organs of the body. And the organs of the body in our medicine are the absolute governors of your health, whether it's biology, emotions or spirit. And we we heal the body from a five element um, practice by, by using these five elements. And each element has its own crystal. Um, so we haven't brought them all out yet because it's too much information for the part. It's just too much. But what we've started with is rose quartz because rose quartz relates to the heart. And in Chinese medicine, heart, the heart is the emperor of the body, which means it's the absolute commander of the body. So we start the journey with the heart because it's, it, it's the commander. And then we will slowly bring through the remaining four. And then you can use those depending on what your problem is. But that's a more sophisticated level of healing. And if I go straight in at that level, everyone's already, there's too much information. We've just got people now starting to recognize the basic free stuff, which is breathing and doing tiny little one minute bursts of exercise throughout the course of the day. And people go, yeah, that makes total sense. So you have to start at the bottom and we've got to sort of layer it through. This is why it's a method. This is why it's called the Hey You Method, because it is a method. And you are the person who is in charge of understanding it for you and what your symptoms are. And if you run into problems, you email us. Wonderful. And we explain it. <laughs> I think that's, that's a huge component because I think, I think with a, especially in a digital online world, oftentimes I think that the, the consumer not that I like that word but the uh yeah, public the, the public exactly they um they kind of get left on their own and get lost uh, because by the very nature of most online communications or selling or whatever you mm. there is no level of interaction it's like you you know you buy something from Amazon that's it you know <laughs> you're, you're kind of on your own there um and I I like that very much about your approach that that you are starting people on a journey and I work with a um as a therapist and I have a lot of colleagues who are are therapists and I think most of us will understand that sometimes when you first meet somebody you meet them where they are and you bring them in and it's usually if they um whenever they achieve success which is very high that will open the door for inquiry exactly as you say so I also like the fact that that not only can people relate to you but you start them out with something which is it gives them a little bit of quick success which in itself is a motivator to then go on and look deeper into the method and really start getting into true healing well, thank you, because this is exactly what's taken the years to, to refine, because it's been such a mammoth task um, to kind of distill it. And, and because Chinese medicine is circular, because um, the Tao is a circle and Western thinking is linear. So you have to mm-hmm. shape shift, you have to take a circle to a line. And that took so long. And it's, I've kind of, you know, I've relaunched it about four times. Thank goodness, you know, nobody knew. <laughs> because we're only now seeing the light of day, thank goodness. Um, but it has taken that long to get it at the beginning of the journey. Um, and I can improve someone's health in, health in 15 seconds. Because if you look at the, re- and that's a bold statement to make, and I'm going to stand by it. Because if you look at the reset ritual, and the very first thing we ask you to do is a Qigong exercise called, it's shaking the tree, which is, ju- you're just shaking. You're just shaking your body, looking silly for 15 seconds. And whenever I teach people to do this, I stop after 15 seconds and go, right. And everyone's grinning for me to go, oh my goodness, me, wow. My body feels so much better for doing that. But yeah, you will, because everything's zinging. Um, now, obviously, if you're ill in the first place, you need to just, it's more of a bob and it's more of a gentle sort of sway. But if you're in basic, okay health, but you're dealing with the low levels of modern day living 
and wanting to look after your health, the first thing is, is just a simple shake because you're breathing in oxygen and you're just jiggling it around the body and everything's just moving correctly. And that's a 15 second exercise that's free. And that's what I absolutely love because, you know, I'm not just sitting here about, you know, peddling my wares and, and trying to get people to buy things. I think, actually, no, I want people to buy into what it is that I'm talking about with, 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 their, with their hearts because this is the truth and this stuff works. And I absolutely dedicate my life to this. It, it, it's revolutionized and transformed my life. And it was an epiphany moment when, when that amazing doctor sorted out my shoulder. And it was just like a watershed in my life. I think, wow, this message, this this medicine system which is so intricate and so brilliant and so not necessarily clearly represented to our to, to you know to our zeitgeist it deserves its place it's so fantastic it will benefit everybody without question um and i get really as you can tell so fired up about it because it works I mean, how brilliant is that? Absolutely amazing. And I think the very fact you get fired up about it is great because that that energy comes across. And I think that 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 is also in itself very inspirational. Um, It's a a wonderful thing. I love this idea of shaking. I'm a great fan of shaking. I I notice this because I'm a, a pet owner. So I've had... I've had cats for, and other animals for years and years. And I noticed, even as a child, that when anything would ever happen to one of my pets, they would shake afterwards. Yes. Whenever it was over, that you look at any animal and you see their sh- they see them shaking. Another, another example of that is, you know, get out one of those lovely David Attenborough movies and look at the, the animals in the Serengeti. After the, the pack of gazelle has just been attacked by the lion and sadly probably one of the smaller, weaker members of the, of the, um, of the group of animals has been culled, the rest of them, if you look closely, they shake. They just suddenly yeah. shake like that and then they go back to grazing. Yeah. And um, I, I actually explored this phenomenon because I was really fascinated by it quite recently. And it is, um, again, like the breathing, a fantastic way of switching over that HPA um, access and getting and getting into a, a relaxed state. It's amazing, isn't it? That, that well, I mean, it, shaking the body uh, can have that massive effect. Mm. And it, I mean, absolutely. As I said earlier, the body knows how to heal itself. It does. It does. We just need to. We just need to give it sometimes the right. You know, on a, on a typical day of normal normal natural activity, when you know mankind wasn't living at this pace. You know, you would wake up with the seasons. You would eat local. You would eat food that you grew. You would naturally fast at some times of year. You would naturally gorge at other times of year. You would get attacked by things. You'd go to war. You know, you'd die in childbirth. You know, this is what people used to do. And I'm not suggesting that I'm advocating people dying because obviously, you know, but. But we don't live by the nature anymore. We don't live in the natural scheme of things. You know, we we are able now with the wonders of Western medicine to preserve life in a brilliant way, which is just what a gift, you know, that we don't have to suffer loss in the way that we used to. But modern day living also needs to be navigated. We need to look backwards at how mankind has lived for the last three million years and ensure that the good bits and the relevant bits are carried forward into our modern world. And so therefore we know how to navigate our futures because if we don't, the reality is that we are all starting to fall mercy to chronic degenerative disease. And it's very painful and I, and it's unpleasant. And ultimately, yes, we might be living till we're 90, but look at what's going on from the age of 70 onwards. It, it, it's not necessarily great. And therefore it's, it needs attention. 
Because what the message now, as we go into the 21st century, is it's no longer about how long you live, because it's a sort of given that we're hopefully going to be okay for 90 years. It's how well you're living. It's how much are you actually enjoying this modern world that we're in? You know, our ancestors have fought extremely hard for our ability to choose, especially as women, actually, if I may say. Um, so we have to be very careful about what it is that we're choosing because we are allowed to choose and that is a privilege of modern life. And if we're not making wise choices, then we're actually disrespecting suffering of previous ancestors within our own families um, and also ultimately damaging ourselves. It's a beautiful so, way of looking at it, actually. I, I love that. Thank you. Well, ancestral worship is a really important aspect of Chinese medicine as well. As I mean, there's so many things I could go on for hours, and I do. But, um, you know, ancestral, and I really do. But, you know, this is why the brand is about, while sign-off is master, your help, master. Chinese medicine had masters, and we respected our elders because we respected their wisdom. And I have a relationship with a Chinese master who I speak to extremely regularly. And, you know, I'm very reverential to him and his wisdom. And I will never go out into the public platform and say, just only listen to me. I have the solution. I think, no, I am the gatekeeper to the beginning of the journey. My ability is to translate this incredible wisdom and open the, the door to the cave of wonders that sits behind me. Then you're on an amazing journey, which I will support you through and direct you through to other people who really know their stuff and it's integrated. And that's why, as I say, it's a method, it's integrated. It's not this kind of smorgasbord of alternative health, which is what's going on. You, you get sick, but you, you don't look after yourself properly because there's a lot of misinformation. You then eventually get sick, you go to the doctors, they may or may not help you. If they do, great. If they don't, you're then let loose on the internet and then you're looking at all these different things. Oh, try vaginal steaming, try yoni eggs, try this cream, try homeopathy, try this, try that. And oh, I've heard this person's brilliant. You know, and it's absolutely overwhelming and bewildering. And then just the minute you've got your head around, say, homeopathy, then there's a, the, an article in the press the next day going, oh, it's all rubbish and it's been disproved. Think, oh my God, I was just spending a hundred pounds on a homeopathy and on a homeopath. Okay. You need to understand how it fits into the overall picture and to yourself. And that is why you need a method. You need a system because the body is a system. And you start at the beginning and then you go deep. And the, 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 more, the deeper your problem, the further into the journey you have to go. Right. If anyone is telling you that they can cure, well, first of all, if anyone's telling they can cure anything, that's, that's, not, that's, that's an overstatement. Um, and because ultimately the body cures itself, but it needs to be given the right tools. And the, the only person that ultimately can be in charge of that is yourself Quite because right. you are with yourself all the time. So, you know, the best practitioner in the world is not living your life 24 seven and how you're feeling or how you're thinking or how you're reacting to situations is, is much more important even than how you're breathing and how you're breathing is more important than what you're eating. Well, and the yet, two are intimately connected, aren't they? I mean, your breath a totally response to the way, the way that you feel, doesn't it? Yeah. Right. And yet when I'm in clinic, which is a lot of the time, and I've been doing it for you know, most of my professional career, people, when they come to the table and they're telling me all about what's going on, do not sit there and go, so I've rectified my breathing and I'm now addressing how I'm feeling. They go, so I've been, you know, I've, I've done my diet and I've cut out wheat and I've cut out dairy and, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Okay, this is great. This, it's great that you're taking measures, but you're only on healing modality three. You don't realize that there's two things before that that you actually need to be addressing because people don't talk about it very much because you can't sell air. I mean, they do actually in China, but you know, you, you can't sell breathing mm -hmm. and therefore it doesn't, get, it doesn't get the coverage. And yet there it is, you know, breathing, feeling, 
um, how you're approaching your life and understanding how those things affect the organs and the basic functioning of the body and how that integrates back into the fundamentals of this free flow of chi and blood around the body, you know, and the, the, the fact that it must not be impaired. Well, emotions will impair it. Right. That, that creates emotional stasis inside the body. That creates blockages. That creates personality traits. That creates patterns. That creates stories of my life. That creates malaise. That creates, therefore, further deeper problems that then go on to become physical manifestations. And off we go. So, but it all comes back to this free flow of chi and blood around the body. And you can address emotions and spirit via the body, and you can address the body via the spirit and the emotions. And this is this interplay of yin and yang, this, this lovely dance that goes on, which is why Chinese medicine to me is such a wonder, because you can just dance and you can come in and out, having made it a line for you to say, we'll start at the beginning and do this and then go into the journey and I'll help you. Um, and by the way, here's a load of people behind me that can help you even more. Um, you know, we can then dance with you and actually get to the bottom of what the problem is, which is why I love it so much, because it really, really helps. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. It's a super philosophy. I mean, it makes so much sense. You know, um, uh, we're all about looking looking at, at the holistic approach and taking all aspects together because you actually can't separate them. Um, you know, nobody ever told the mind and the body they weren't connected. So <laughs> it's just utterly, utterly ridiculous. Um, no, I, I love that approach. I, I, I think it's wonderful. I just wanted to go back when you were describing the technique. So, so you're using these, these jade, primarily jade tools to, um, to do this kind of uh, a, a stroking massage, surface massage, or how was what was the way that you gua sha gua sha? That's right, gua sha. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, from a from a Chinese perspective, you said, oh, it reduces the inflammation. But from a Chinese explanation, what's actually going on when you're stroking these these areas? I mean, I assume the areas are specific, and they probably correlate to acupressure points or meridians or um what's what's a sort of the traditional chinese explanation of of how this is working okay so um what happens with the it, it's all based on the chinese sort of intricate understanding of how the body works so the basic as i've said the basic functioning or the basic health of the body is governed by the free flow of chi and blood around the body okay we've got right. that I've it several times okay but what happens when that doesn't happen? Stasis, okay? Things get stuck, whether it's emotions or back pain or, you know, anxiety or just kind of shallow breathing or, you know, anything like that gets stuck, right? So what do we have to do? When it gets stuck, the blood flow doesn't flow correctly. So it impedes that basic component of how the body works. And why gua sha is so brilliant is that it means press stroke rash. Gua is press stroke and sha means rash. And if you Google it, or if you just go onto my Instagram, you'll see pictures. It'll, it's, come, it's, it's on our stories, so you can see loads of pictures of people gua sha Let's use shoulder pain as a really good example, because lots of people get tense shoulders. So that means that the blood is not throwing... If you've got pain, it's an alert from the body to say, stasis. There's stasis. If something's hurting, it means the, the blood flow is not moving correctly. So you need to... You need to unblock it it's like a river that's just got blocked up by i don't know too many reeds or something so you've got to pull them out in order to allow the flow to rehappen and gua sha is the most fantastic technique for that because what it does is this press stroke when you take the crystal and you 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 hold it the the, the rounded edge of the tool against the area of the body and you press stroke it across redness will come up a red flush and then after the red flush will likely to become a sort of like what looks like kind of love bitey type 
like, and, and what that is, is the press stroke action allows the microcirculation that sits under the skin, which is basically the very, very tip of the very, very last capillary of the whole circulatory system. And that, that pressing and stroking bursts the very top capillary and it allows the heat, which is what we call inflammation in Chinese medicine, or the stasis to just kind of burst but like we are talking about one cell, okay? And it bursts and then that allows everything to start flowing again. And then what's so clever about this is that they've done loads of studies on this to kind of understand what's going on. And what happens is when it bursts, everything can then flow and that's why it's so valuable. But the body then needs to reabsorb that burst circulation back into itself. Otherwise you'd be kind of covered in strange marks and that's no good. So this, 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 and it looks, it, cupping does the same. So if you if anyone's seen Gwyneth Paltrow's back, you know, with the famous cupping red carpet thing, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly that, that bruising that you see on the cupping, which is not a bad bruise. This is a healthy bruise. The body releases an enzyme called HO1. And what that enzyme does is it reabsorbs that burst circulation back into the circulatory system. But the brilliance of this HO1 enzyme is that it lowers inflammation and it increases immunity. I mean, wow. And if we look at the issues of modern health, basically what we are suffering from is inflammation causing disease and low immunity, meaning that we're getting run down. When people go, oh, it's because you're stressed. Oh, where's this cold come from? You know, oh, it's because I'm stressed, I'm run down. Oh, right. Well, press stroking the body deals with both of those things all at once. It deals with inflammation and it deals with, with immunity. Well, wow, this is fantastic. And simultaneously, the very action of press stroking in the first place releases the pain. So if you're looking at what causes most people to suffer, it's a, a disease or an illness related to low immune function. It's you've got yourself run down because you're exhausted and stressed and there's just too much going on and you're in pain. And here is this wonderful technique, which can be done with, you know, a crystal that's less than 40 pounds that lasts for your whole life that you just need to do for a couple of minutes every day. And it has this absolutely brilliant effect. And it, it works on arthritis. It works on pain. It works on, you know, like tightness in the chest. It improves sleep. I mean, it deals with hair loss. I mean, basically it works across absolutely so many things. There, I mean, there are a few contraindications people on warfarin, people who are prone to kind of, you know, um, uh, sort of any kind of blood um, diseases where, the, where, you know, where the blood flow is not quite clot, right. Yeah, anything, where there's a clotting issue. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Sorry, clotting. Um, yeah. So there are a few, and of course, we're very clear with what the contraindications are so that you know what to do. And if there are contraindications, there's other things we can recommend instead. Uh, breathing. If you're, if you're contradicted to gua sha, it means the body is quite far down its road. It's, it, and that, that doesn't mean it's not, that, it's not that far down either, but it's far enough away from the free flow of chi and blood around the body. So you have to go back to basics and then you use the breath. And back around we go, this is why it's a method because you go, oh, well, I can't gua sha. Why can't I gua sha? Oh, I'm on warfarin. Why am I on warfarin? Oh, I've got a heart problem. Oh, okay. Well, the best thing you can do for heart problem is controlling the vagus nerve and you go back to your breathing. And, we, and, and, and in we go. Mm -hmm. And this is why you've got this interaction with me, because then suddenly the very problem, which is, oh, I can't do that. Oh, well, there we go. That's me no good. It's like, oh, well, hang on. Actually, Katie will explain this. Actually, there's something else I can do. Oh, I didn't realize I could work on the breath. Oh, that's interesting. How do I do that? And I'll say, well, here we go. Here are your five basic Qigong exercises, which are free and on the website. Do those. And once you've done those every single day for two months and you've totally got the hang of them, let me take you to the Chinese Qigong master that I work with. And you can start doing his slightly more advanced exercises which will start to deal with the with the with the complexity of your particular issue because this person has got time and that's his job to focus at that level I'm back here I'm the gatekeeper and mm -hmm. I think ultimately my job is to explain why 
why have you got what you've got? Why are you suffering from what you're suffering from? And what I've learned in clinic is that people simply don't know. They don't know why they've got what they've got. It's never been explained to them. And often, you know, and this is no criticism, but often Western medicine actually doesn't know. They don't know. No, they, they don't. don't. They simply don't. Because, and I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying what I then get told. People come. I've got Parkinson's. You know, I don't know why. The doctor said it's just one of those things. It's, I've got low B12. I don't know why I'm on a B12 supplement. You know, I've got low thyroid. I don't know why. And you think, right, well, Chinese medicine, let me tell you, will tell you why every single time. And we can distill it all the way down to, you know, really when you get to the absolute root of sickness, which is what is the purpose of the soul? And this is where it gets really, really interesting because if you really want to understand why we're getting sick over and above basic lifestyle issues, if you've got somebody that does everything perfectly and still this, that and the other's going on, then you have to really look at what the soul's doing. And that's, that's when, when you, people come and see me, when I do what this thing's called the Barzi reading, um, that's the deep, deep diagnosis that I do, um, which is what I do in clinic and when I'm not doing all the free stuff. You know, that's, that's what I actually do because I'm effectively a diagnostician. That, that's my job. So I don't do acupuncture anymore, even though I'm qualified to do so. It gave me my grounding and training, but I've gone into self-treatment. And, and when I absolutely have to, to, to enable myself to be able to talk generally to people about, say, skin conditions or, or, or whatever it is, that I absolutely need to be able to explain to people when they are absolutely at their last resort and they really can't understand why, I have to be able to take them on the journey. And that's when you really do, that's where Barzi is amazing because it really does go into why. And it's quite life-changing. Because <laughs> I love it. It's so fascinating. So it's a conversation for another day, but it is really Definitely. fascinating stuff. Yeah, it is absolutely fascinating. I totally agree with what you're saying because I think, well, first of all, obviously we we're, we kind of have been taught in the West to to look at our body as a as a bag of bits. So, mm. you know, there's there's the heart bit and the, mm. this component and, you know, they all function as independent units and the fact that you put them all together in a body, actually, you know, the sum of the parts is not actually greater than the whole and, and mm. you just go and fix that bit without actually That's looking at why it broke in the first place. You're so right about that. The other thing I think you said was 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 super important is that I have certainly noticed that in addition, of course, to the massive rise of people suffering from chronic disease, that you've also got a lot of what I call the sick wells, which are the people mm. who do all of the right things. You know, they, they do exercise, they do sleep, they do eat well. Um, they, they do all of these things, but it's so disconnected. It's like they're following um, a, a sheet of a to-do list of, of things that they have to do, but those things are not connected. The meaning behind them isn't connected. And oftentimes these people never go within and actually put in that kind of, yeah, soul level for, for lack of a better word. And then you can't wonder why they are disintegrated because you can eat and exercise and sleep to your heart's content. But if you're psychologically or emotionally a wreck, you're not going to be a healthy person. It's No, of course not. And I see so many of that. And I see a lot of people totally stressing themselves out with their health routines. It's like, you know, they, they go into a stress response because they're not going to get to the gym today. You know? Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, um, I have to say when I'm in clinic, um, I think what I've, what I've also observed because what, what's handy is that Taoism is a philosophy, not a religion. So it's right. quite helpful because it means I can go into the spirit without sounding a bit, you know, a bit religious, which quite. irrespective of what my own personal beliefs are, I'm here to serve and help people. And, spirituality 
has slightly fallen by the wayside in modern living. Um, I, I think certainly from, I, I can only really refer to, you know, the UK. Um, if you look at what's got happened in the last hundred years, um, you know, if you look at, say, pre-war, like Downton Abbey, for example, which everyone's kind of familiar with, you know, people used to go to church a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and now, of course, we, we, live in a multi, we live in a multicultural Britain, which, you know, that's brilliant, thank goodness. So consequently, we've got all sorts of other religions now come in. But, so, but talking as a sort of generalistic thing, people as a general, you know, you can look at statistics on this. You know, people don't go to religious temples as much now as they used to. But what we are doing instead is, say, going to yoga classes and we're finding it elsewhere. But, but nonetheless, it's, it's quite dangerous, in my opinion, that, say, even the best yoga teacher in the world who's going to be a brilliant yoga teacher, but you, you've, to deal with somebody's spirit, you need to be qualified like, pre, like religious people were. That was a vocation and a calling, and it took years to become a master of it. And, you know, some yoga teachers, um, and I'm sorry, I'm not being disrespectful to yoga teachers. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is that often yoga classes become the new temples that people are going to because we're looking for the mystery. People want it. They need it. it it's disappeared out of our culture. We, we're now in Westfield buying things on a Sunday, not going to church and being being inspired but by the magic and the mystery of life, which is the soul. And mm-hmm. it's gone. So we find it in a yoga class. And if you've got a really good teacher who really knows what they're talking about, thank goodness. But if there's no system in place about who, you know, if a yoga teacher's done, say, 200 hours of training with the best will in the world, they are not going to be as advanced as, say, a rabbi, Mm-hmm. for example that, that's you know that's trained for five years is simply not and if there's no grading system in place to say well this is who you're dealing with then they're going to be influencing your spirit and then people are going to be left perhaps slightly dissatisfied by you know by the experience even though the yoga might be great it's the spirituality I'm trying to get into and so I'm very much with the spirit the spirit is a really important aspect of healing as you've just stated it's this is why people if you go back to say the 16th century people used to go in certainly in England they used to go to church several times a day just like, you know, devout people in, say, in Islam would pray still several times a day. Why? Because the spirit leads the health of the body. But it's very easy to knock it off. But it's really easy to get it back again. It's very easy to get back to the higher self, which actually really solves an awful lot of problems. Of course, you know, people used to know this, but we don't do this anymore. So we're sort of looking for our, to find our spirit in, in different ways. And it's not necessarily satisfying us because it's not coming out in the correct way. And something that I absolutely love about Chinese medicine is the, the, the focus on the spirituality of the body, which is why it's in my book. Um, and again, I've distilled it down to, to, to a relatively simple way, but there's so much more to it. And something I would definitely like to, to talk more about because it's absolutely fascinating that we understand that the organs control all aspects of the body's health, as I've said, biology, spirituality, sorry, biology, emotions, spirit. And the minute you've got your head around that, suddenly, if you're dealing with the lungs and you're in autumn, which is the season of lungs, and you're dealing with the breath, you're also dealing with the emotion, the higher self of gratitude and the lower self of letting go. And this is why, you know, we used to say grace because it was important to be grateful several times a day. It raises your spirit. Therefore, it raises the energetics and vibration of the body. This is why people used to do it, not because it was boring and you had to kind of trudge off to church. It was like, oh God, you know, I'm not doing that anymore. I'd rather go to the Apple store and buy myself a new phone, you know. But it's actually really important that we raise the spirit of the body because it pulls everything upwards. But people are not aware that the spirit actually is related to your organs and that you can actually do breathing exercises to do it. And just even knowing that information alone, I mean, people don't know this stuff. You know, that gratitude relates to your lungs. And that actually, if you suffer from, say, asthma, 
being consciously grateful is actually really helpful for your asthma, not in isolation. This is why I hook back to the method. You can't just sit there going, oh, well, Katie says I can cure my asthma if I'm grateful. It's like, no, it not, it doesn't work like that. What you need to do is the basic breathing because it's an asthma. You need to then move the energy around the body, right? Drumming, there's your basis. Then you add the gua sha, which means you're press stroking to clear the inflammation in the first place. And then you're layering on the spirituality over and above that. It's a method. It's like, I'm literally drawing a pyramid as I'm talking to you. It's a method. The, the lower common denominator is at the bottom. And then you add and add and add. And then you suddenly got this lovely spire going all the way up to the top, which is this kind of, which takes you back again to the basics of Chinese medicine, which is man is the, the middle ground between the heavenly energy, whatever that is, whether you, that, that doesn't matter what your religion or your or Taoism or just the concept that, you know, there's breath and magic and wonder to, 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 to existence because there is, there is wonder and magic to our existence. It is quite amazing to be honest, but so man is, you've got that bit going in by the breath and then the, you've got the lower part of the body, which is the earth. And so you've got heaven and earth and then man is between the two and we are a combination of both. And if you really want to look after your health um, and really heal yourself correctly, you, you need to be aware of both, but in an integrated way that actually integrates to itself. And it's not just, here's somebody talking about the spirit over there and then here's a mindfulness book and then here's, some, here's, a, here's, a, here's a homeopathic tincture and, and then here's a yoga class that I'm going to. It's, it's a smorgasbord of solutions that, that ultimately isn't integrated. And it's right. not, and it, it might work for some people, but as, a, as an overall nation, what we need is an integrated approach to wellness, which is really what I've set about. It's a bit of a big ambition, but hey, um, I think if I'd have known what was involved, I'd never have done it. But um, I, got, I got in too deep and then I just had to keep going. <laughs> go big or go home. That's my motto. Well, so, you know. <laughs> well, I work from home, so I'm a bit strong. <laughs> so I had to go Me big. <laughs> I can't believe that uh, there are times where I could have this conversation for hours and hours. You're just going to have to come back. We're going to have to dig a bit further deeper into this because I think it's really, really fascinating. And um, Oh, yes, please. I love it. Um, is there, is there a, a, a very sort of summary message, perhaps, that you want to get out there? Maybe even just how can people best find you and start exploring this wonderful method? Well, thank you. Well, um my name's Katie Brindle, and I wrote a book, yes, just in case everyone's, in, in everything else I've been saying, and um, I wrote a book called Yang Sheng, which is probably, if you're interested, the best place to start, because it's the information is the power. Knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. That's the first part. Um, so if, if, if any of this has inspired you at all, then please do start with the book before anything else, because it will just inspire you, I hope. Um, and to say that I do live feeds, um, and um, virtual clinics every single Tuesday. So we are very interactive with the people following us. So if you have any health questions, just please do contact me via Instagram or Facebook or the website, um, and I will address them in the live feeds. So I spend a whole day a week doing this. And that's probably the best place to start. But to please say to anybody that if you are suffering or you've got any problems, no matter how severe or how seemingly lightweight, that there is always the potential to resolve them with the body. It's just a question of how far into the journey you have to go. Um, but it is very important to have an integrated approach and not just think that it's, it's at the mercy of the doctor or the therapist and that you're, as you said, sort of not in control. With right. the correct information and the correct understanding, you are in control. And then you've got a chance to actually improve the situation. Superb, superb. We'll definitely put all the Thank relevant you. links in the in the show notes. Katie, I always like to ask my guests three quick questions, um, yeah. which uh, which I, I'm always fascinated by the answers, and they're always different, which is amazing. Um, 
London Heal is all about mind, body, spirit, medicine. And I like to kind of uh, encapsulate that in the ideas of health, happiness and serenity. So for you personally, what is your definition of health? What does that word mean to you? Ooh, um, what is the definition? Oh my God, what a, what a brilliant question for me. And I've gone stumped. Um, it's no pain. It's just a, it's a state of bliss. Because when the body is healthy, you are in a state of bliss. There is nothing better than the biology of the body. You know, to, to, to eat when you're hungry, you know, to, to, to hug your children or your, or your loved ones. You know, when the body is healthy, it is the best feeling in the world. Um, so I would call that a state of bliss. Perfect. And what about happiness? What do you do to get, how does Katie get happy? And is it something that you actually even think is important? Oh gosh, absolutely. I think the most important thing about happiness is to be in your flow. Um, and, and I've been quite clever there saying that because of course the flow involves the biology and the free flow of chi and blood around the body, but it also involves your, the flow of the relationships of people around you with yourself and with those around you. And finally it involves your purpose and to be in ultimately in your flow, you need to be in your purpose. Um, and I've learned that the hard way because after not being able to sing I did you know I, I ended up in marketing and whilst that was a great job for many people it just was not right for me um and I just wasn't in my flow and I was so miserable and it just even though I was I was young so I was kind of healthy anyway it was fine I was okay I was just unhappy in my own skin um and therefore being in your flow overall is so, is is absolutely quintessential to a good life wise words absolutely and serenity I, I always think this is a word which is hugely forgotten in our modern living um, I like to look at that as, as sort of turning down the noise because as you said there's just so much going on out there mm-hmm. so what do you do to reach those moments of serenity I apply what I've created which is not to I mean I do go to qigong and yoga classes and do all that sort of the big the big heavy stuff um But what's so important is using little snippets of time, which is where the method comes in. You can recalibrate yourself. That's why I have the rescue breath. Rescue is the serenity. So when it's all kicking off, you've got to go back into the breath. In fact, there's a really good quote from the Dalai Lama, who better to sort of, you know, start winding up with. But they said to him, you know, Master, how how often do you meditate? And he says, twice a day. And they said, well, what do you do when you're really busy? And he said, I meditate more. (laughs) (laughs) I thought oh wise words and now of course I am not the Dalai Lama and I'd never claim to be and I get it wrong all the time and I catch myself out not not practicing what I preach and then I laugh to myself and think there you go I'm in the trenches with everybody else that's my job to be experiencing what we experience with the knowledge that I've got because then I have to catch myself and go rescue breath and then the thing is with those five breaths I can go back into a state of serenity. And, and it's a very important technique because life is still going to carry on whirling around you. But if you have got that breath centered, you can calm the energy down internally, which I've now just done because I've just, I've just breathed, so my energy's already calmed down. But it's that state, that it's, it's the serenity that sits within and it's, at the, it's in the rescue breath. So nothing's changed on the outside and yet everything has changed on the inside and it is the absolute route to everything, which which is why the rescue breath is the very first thing of the method because without it, nothing else will work. Beautiful, just lovely. 
Katie, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me today. And also, um, I'd like to acknowledge you for the work that you do. Um, I think anybody who who adopts um, a life mission of helping other people is always to be acknowledged and revered. And um, I love your approach. I think it's very, I think it's really doable. And um, and I think you've definitely definitely composed a system which is which allows a, a very low barrier to entry. And I think that's that's huge because so many things are so complex and so intimidating that I think a lot of people just back off because they're, they're too scared of, of getting involved in something so complex. And you really guide people in in such an easy and effortless way. I think it's wonderful. So thank oh, you. Thank you so much, Tatiana. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. The pleasure was absolutely all mine. <laughs> oh, thank you. So, dear listeners, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Katie as much as I did. What a fascinating look into the world of Chinese medicine. And I love her approach of going in um, from a from a perspective that perhaps initially is more appealing to people, which is looking good. And anyway, who doesn't want to look good? And the sign of great health is not glowing from the inside, but it's also glowing from the outside. When you, when you see somebody who has a healthy body and a healthy mind and a healthy spirit, they glow um, from the outside. And what a wonderful technique she's developed to be able to really get that that surface um, approach going so that you can actually use that as an introduction into going a little bit deeper should you need it. We'll put all of the relevant links in the show notes, so please check it out if you thought that was interesting. And if you did think it was interesting, then of course, as always, every week I beg you politely to please distribute this um, to those that you think would benefit from it or would be interested from it because that's what we're here for. We're here to provide you with information, education that can help you lead a happier and healthy life. If you would like to have extended show notes for future episodes, then please go over to londonheal.com and become a London Healing Signer. Sign up to the mailing list and you will receive emails with every new episode. And please rate and review us on any podcast platform that you get your podcast from, particularly Apple. That would really help us get our message out there. And so, my dear listeners, that leaves me to wish you, as always, health happiness and serenity.